You're listening to The Manscape, a podcast about being a man in today's ever-changing world. Uh, I'm Joseph Benish. And I'm Tim Cox. On this bonus episode, we talk the social change of the Oscars. But first, if you like what you're hearing, tell a friend, share this episode, leave us a kind review, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all the social channels, at The Manscape Pod. If you feel like reaching out, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at manscapepod at gmail.com. Joseph, you had this yeah, idea. Yeah, the, we had this idea. You know, we wanted to be responsive to the world. And even though, so a little secret podcast stuff, and we're, we're recording a few episodes before we launch them because you want to have a few in the can. So it'll be yes. a couple weeks from, from now when we're recording this, because the Oscars was last night, to when you hear this. But at the Oscars, uh, Ki Hu Kwan, I hope I said that right, won Best Oscar Ki-hi for- Ki Kwan. Kwan, thank you. Ki yeah. Kwan won Best Dada. Oscar for Supporting Actor in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, mm-hmm. Data and Short Round. And of course that movie went on to dominate the night. But this great actor mm-hmm. from our childhood, you know, who, intentionally stopped acting for more than a couple decades because he was like, there wasn't any good rules yeah. roles for Asians out there. Mm-hmm. So social change at the Oscars, uh, you know, our episode title and I have some notes on that, yeah. but Tim, what, uh, what did this make you think of when we saw um, Michelle and him? You know, I, I, first of all, I, in our podcast, in my podcast, uh, the final take we we reviewed this in depth and devoted an entire episode to this and this was a fantastic film and I, I i don't think don't get me wrong i saw top gun 2 twice in the movie theater but i don't think any other film touched this last year in 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 the 2022 you know cinematic year no other film touched this um you know they did in one film what marvel spent decades a decade <laughs> trying to trying to start just ignite. Yeah. Um, but, but the thing is, is that um, it, it was a very subtle film when you, when you break it all down, you take, you take all the um, uh, what's it, the multiverse out of it. You know, it is a very stereotypical Asian family story. And, and I, I say that as someone who married into an Asian family and um, it, they really, did a fantastic job of this and what a comeback story for Kihi Kwan. Um, the last time I saw him, he did the, um, they got the, as adults, the entire cast of the Goonies back together to do the DVD commentary. And it was at the time that, uh, uh, Sean Astin was filming Lord of the Rings. He was doing some pickup shots on Lord of the Rings and, um, Kihi Kwan joined, he, he did some, some work on some films uh, behind the scenes during his his time, but he actually just completely quit acting. Um, and and you know he's he's a very unique guy. I mean, and and it's good to see this Cinderella story, you know, in real time. You know, just to mm-hmm. see him like just explode. I mean, first of all, his performance was incredible, without question. He's just fully deserved that Oscar. But um, to see him, you know, evolve over the course of the year, you know, back into the industry, you know, I I just hope there's 
some some really great roles for him and he just continues to just be a force in the acting world because he is extremely talented yeah and 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 others and i might be sort of hitting it on the nose with this one but you know like a few years ago we had we had oscars so white and you know Mm -hmm. commenting on the lack of diversity to use a word and that might be able to ruffle people's feathers you know, there there is a segment of our population out there that's like worried about things getting too woke, too woke. But uh-huh. I did a really quick search. People, just do your own research. Here's what I did. I went on IMDb, and I pulled up. Actually, googled you know top 100 greatest movies of all time, and you know, it has this yeah. list of IMDb rated movies. So that's you know collectively rated movies from all over the world. And in those 100 movies from the past probably almost a hundred years. Cause I know I saw James Stewart in there a bunch of times. <laughs> Top 100 movies, not one single Asian lead actor. No. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so were there no Asian actors in the last hundred years? <laughs> uh, was was Crouching not? Tiger, Hidden Dragon on it? I don't remember that being on that list. It is oh, okay. possible I skimmed past it, but because I, I went through it kind yeah. of fast, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't because I was looking. Oh, okay. Uh, what I what, uh, one of the movies that stood out was Chinatown. I was like, oh, that's oh no, it's starring Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yeah. China and then Town. the other one that that caught my eye was Jurassic Park. Great movie. And I was like, oh yeah, there's an Asian dude in that. What does he What does he play? Like. BD Wong. Yep, yeah, he was the scientist. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. As with all things, we've come a long yeah. way. We still got a long way to go, but it made me think, you know, that you know we had Michelle win for best actress and and um, him win for best supporting actor, you know, and I love that mm-hmm. it's progress, and even more important than the fact that they happen to be Asian actors, those were just mm-hmm. great performances. Mm-hmm. And like Absolutely. you said, the movie was actually very subtle. As much as I love Marvel movies, you're right. <laughs> they spent a decade trying to get to what they did in one movie. So it was a heck of a yeah. ride. I loved the movie. I love the performances. And mm-hmm. also, like, shout out to Jamie Lee Curtis. This might be off topic. You know, been around a long time. And, you know, from she was Slasher not expecting. Girl. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I crazy. loved her character. Like, she was kind of putting it out there, like, literally, like, you know, like, Wearing tight fitting clothing and representing, you know, middle age, middle aged person yeah. like us now. And Chip on her shoulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I really enjoyed you, her character. Yeah. You know, um, it's interesting you mentioned the the um, Oscar so white kind of thing because I, I was I was I was thinking about that as well, you know, because it was like the social change. I mean, and that's you know, you you went and got a master's degree in theater for social change and I took some classes when we were both going to ASU on theater for social change and stuff like that. And I was looking at it and I was thinking, wow, you know, when it comes to Hollywood, I was thinking, wow, you you know, you just don't really see a lot of diversity in the film, Mm -hmm. but, and, and, and I was thinking, well, these, the, the, where the diversity is, there's no nominations, you know, and, and, you know, I'm trying to, you know, walk a fine line on, on saying this. I'm not saying that, that, you know, they don't deserve to be nominated, but the films that deserve to be nominated, nobody's ever heard of. And and it's not even a blip on the radar screen. Cause when you think about it, like Korean cinema, Asian cinema, like Americans have been ripping off Asian cinema 
for mm-hmm. at least at least the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And you know, you've got like especially Koreans, you know, the stuff that they've been doing like Train to Busan and and finally they get their due with Parasite. And mm-hmm. you know, it's such a such a fantastic film, but you know, if Parasite hadn't been recognized, you bet that that would have turned into uh, a white Hollywood film, you know, mm-hmm. where, where, and, and probably would have won best picture, you know, but thankfully, you know, it got its due. But I, you know, when you really think about like the hashtag Oscar so white, there's just not opportunity for diversity in critical, critically acclaimed films to be made. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, you don't have a film that's like the English patient that is, is a, a, a cultural story of, of, you know, some other type of, of community, some other country or any, any type of thing that would fit into something that would be some type of epic independent film that would just, just ravage all of the, the awards across the board, you know, like yeah. something like the English patient or, or, you know, anything like that. I, yeah. I, I feel like, I think that's I think that's true, but my opinion on that is that I think a lot of people got it wrong, especially in Hollywood, thinking that those movies wouldn't sell, so they weren't putting mm-hmm. the resources Absolutely. behind it. And you know, yeah. Black Panther showed us that that was all false because we had not had, you know, with the exception of Spawn, it was Spawn like late eighties, early nineties? Yeah, nineties. Um, I can't think of another black superhero because it was the thought. We were, we were like literally holding ourselves back in the arts that, you know, a black yeah. movie, a black actor led movie wouldn't sell. Of course, Black Panther mm-hmm. blows us out of the water. You know, mm-hmm. you, you've got Denzel Washington, Samuel Jackson, Will Smith, you know, hanging around on a lot of other black actors and you know, people that can hold up, you know, what they call tentpole movies. And I just mm-hmm. think we didn't put the resources behind them. Cause like one of my favorite series is the equalizer, you know, Love oh, God, Denzel Washington so good. being a badass. Well, you know, I, I love, love those I love movies. All those oh yeah, yeah. But I felt like it was that sort of that that risk, that fear, like oh these aren't going to you know make us you know millions or billions of dollars. And I feel like that has yeah. been like proved false. So. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, a, a film like a film franchise, you know, like The Equalizer is is probably somewhere on a par of uh, Death Wish for. Um, the the Death Wish remake for oh, uh, uh, Charles Bronson, uh, uh-huh. yeah, Bruce Willis when they remade that for him, the Charles Bronson films. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but those things aren't going to win awards, you know. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that no one's mm-hmm. going to put their money behind films that are going to be critically acclaimed, that are mm-hmm. just going to be plain amazing. Um, what was the, the three billboards outside of wherever the hell? Um, um yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, outside of, something outside like of that. the Lamy project or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and they're, they're not, they're not going to get funding for these things. They're going to be like, uh, that, nobody cares about that kind of stuff, you know? And, and it's not, mm-hmm. not likely that a film, you know, you got a film like the help or mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg, who we talked about doing, mm-hmm. um, the color purple. Um, which I love the color purple. I've seen it dozens of times, you know, it's just such a great film to watch. Um, but you know, those are helmed by also by white filmmakers, 
you know, and, you know, white app, uh, ad, white writers adapting books and those kinds of things. It's not truly um, a, a an effort for, you know, the black community, the Asian community, like them putting that forward to get these things, these projects done. So it's in a, in a way, it's still kind of seen through the eyes of hashtag Oscar so white. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and, and I think it's a shame because there's still I, I'm sure there's a lot of great filmmakers out there that just, you know, I, I think there's a million uh, filmmakers that have done like something like uh, uh, everything everywhere all at once. You know, they just aren't getting their time because they're not yeah. putting forth a bankable thing. Um, I'll tell you a, a quick story about about Wait, are they um, not putting forth a bankable thing or are we not? ready are we not ready as a society mainstream hollywood to bet on that as a bankable thing yeah 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 it's not a it's not viewed as bankable i would say more than anything else it's you know and 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 here's a quick thing this is something i learned when i was um a friend who worked for creative artist agency uh as the joke goes gotta thank caa um so she she would give me scripts of films that were hot that were not yet produced um, read a lot of scripts. Uh, there was one in particular is a film called the grackle. And this was a film that was going to star Matthew McConaughey. And it was going to be directed by David O. Russell. And it was essentially about, uh, it, it, not an Oscar winning film by any stretch, just an example of what gets made. Um, but it was uh, essentially Matthew McConaughey was, uh, took 250 bucks and was an ass whooping for hire. Essentially, he was just this chain smoking, beer drinking dude who um, just a low life guy who who just you could just pay him 250 bucks and he'll whoop somebody's ass. Right. And total total comedy. Um, He ended up uh, he was physically preparing for the role and he broke a rib. And because he had to recover from that, he wasn't able to do film, you know, do the role. And he ran into his next project and he dropped out. And mm. it went into turnaround and never got made because mm. the actor who was the name actor to sell the film was not going to be part of the film. So right. I think in a, a lot of cases, you know, I mean, I, I really think probably Jamie Lee Curtis and Michelle Yeoh really um, were were essentially the names to get. Um, I think it was A24 who produced it you know, for them to throw yeah. their money. Because a lot of those yeah. independent movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so they still had some bankable stars. Um, Key Kwan's return, um, and and uh, you know, it was it's one of those things where everything was in the right place at the right time to be able to do that, mm-hmm. and and it's really you got to get you got to like have some lightning strike twice to basically get these films made, and I think that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest problems as to why there's such a rejection of multicultural films in Hollywood. Mm. You know, if it's not something that somebody could read a script and basically say, it'll sell, we'll make some money off of this, you know, cause it's, mm-hmm. all, it's also about money, you know, mm-hmm. and, and who's, who's yeah, gonna, that's why I was saying, yeah. I don't think it's people willing to place those bets, even though we know there can be good bets, you know, hidden Absolutely. figures I've been thinking about while we're, you know, while we're talking. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I, I downloaded that and I still haven't watched that. And I've, I've been wanting to watch so it. Good. I love Tiffany Haddish. She's just hilarious. I mean, I just, yeah. she was in, um, 
She was in something that I just watched, um, which I thought was a fantastic film. Um, the Nicolas Cage thing. Um, <laughs> she just pops oh. up randomly and everything. The okay. um, uh, him and uh, the what's his name? Massive talent. Yeah, yeah, Pedro Pascal. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my god, that was such a great film. I haven't seen um, it, but, but it looks good. Oh, it was. I actually just finally watched it the other day, but um, okay. but yeah, and 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 I definitely think that there's just the opportunity to make these films. You have the actors, you have the filmmakers. They just are not getting the money to back them. Yeah, and that's why that's where we're at. You know, agreed. All right. Well, I want to yeah. keep this short. Uh, this is something again new that we want to do to respond to current events. Yeah. So uh, this has been a short round. I uh, would like a short round to yeah. This has been a short round. So uh, from the Manscape podcast, any closing thoughts? Um, I'm just excited. This was definitely without a question. This wasn't this wasn't a, a participation trophy by any means, which we sometimes mm-hmm. see out of the out of the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, it it was well deserved. It deserved yeah. every award it got. So yeah, can, hands down. Can I say in my closing how heartwarming it was? I, I didn't watch the Oscars, but I saw a lot of clips on on YouTube. Yeah, that mo- like a moment with Harrison Ford and him on stage, yeah. like mm, like yeah, yeah, that was magical. absolutely yeah. so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So well, in honor, right. man, we're gonna call these short rounds. So every time uh, you come back for current events, yeah, you can think yep. of. Am I saying it right? Kihi Kwan. Kihi Kwan. Yes. The original. Well, who we short actually round. know is short round. So our bonus Let's episodes are are now short rounds. Short so. Rounds. Yep. All right. All right. With that. Well. We're out. All right. Great. See you next time. Yes.